Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, Tommy Dreamer, that's right, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, we talked to two amazing guests for the podcast today. We talked to Thunder Rosa just hours before her big matchup for the TBS title tournament against Jamie Hayter right here on the Busted Open podcast. And then we talked to Brian Danielson for a first time in a long time right now on the Busted Open podcast. The one and only Thunder Rosa. How are you? Hi. I'm like so sweaty right now. We just went on a four-mile run outside in the 46-degree Chicago weather, which is so good. Energizing. Chicago's like your city, Thunder Rosa, huh? I love Chicago. We ate so much yesterday. We ate everything we could. (laughs) Per your tamale blog. No, it's not tamale vlog. It's a taco vlog, and it's so popular. It's ridiculous. We actually ate tacos. They actually brought us tacos. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. How, is How are that you ta- best friends now? What happened? Oh. What? I, I, I need Wait to know. a second. Wait a second. Before Tommy asked this question, Thunder Rosa, Tommy and I are like brothers from another mother. Like, we are connected at the hip. There's no doubt about it. We, we share the same brain. And he, like, did not follow this story between you and I, even though it played out here on Busted Open. He actually asked me on the show, why are you two best friends? Like, go to titlematchnetwork.com, see the main event that everybody's talking about. Reddit exploded over the weekend because of what Thunder Rosa and uh, what Laney Luck was able to do in the ring. I mean, come on, Tom. But go ahead. Ask your question. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. How did we became best friends? Well, after, you know, I beat Lainey Luck and we had this crazy, crazy Texas-style match. And then uh, David, well, he, he served he served what he, he got what he deserved. Um, I decided to bury the hatchet. And I think that part of that made it for me was, like, when I told him to pull his pants down and he, like, half-mooned everybody, the world, and I was able to write my name on his ass. And I was like, okay, now we can be friends. And you just sometimes you have to take desperate measures like that. I like it. And the stipulation <laughs> will be met. That's how it's supposed to be. 
Well, yes, I, I still have to get the tattoo because she wrote, well, she signed my, she signed my ass, and now and then, I have to get the tattoo on my ass, which I intend to do because we're best friends now. So I have no problem getting Thunder Rosa tattooed on my ass. I mean, you know, I that's would get her face because she has a cool gimmick. Her gimmick looks cool. You can have that so more so than her autograph, but just to make, oh, this is from my best friend. Like she's right here. I actually wanted to get a little, a, a little, a little, a little lighting bowl, and I can get a lighting bowl, and like we can get matching tattoos. I want to get a tattoo. So let's yeah. get matching oh. tattoos, BFF. Oh, we could do that. <laughs> I love the idea. Thunder Rose and I get matching tattoos on our ass. Could be like the new fabulous ones. Have the lightning <laughs> bolt coming I know. I think right at the top right. of the cheek, right at the top of the left cheek, we both get lightning bolts. I I'll just do it right on top of my 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 tattoo, the one that I already have on my ass. So you know. Okay, we could do that. I, I don't know. Make, we can make that. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I'll get it, David. You know, I, don't, I know you're you're still a little woods sometimes with pain. So I don't know. Uh, no, I, I have no tattoos. I only have Wonder Woman's airplane on my right on my right arm. Other than that, I have no tattoos at all. So this would be a first for me. Uh, but again, go to TitleMatchNetwork.com to see the main event that everybody's talking about from Mission Pro Wrestling. Make sure you follow Mission Pro Wrestling as well. But let's get into this TBS title tournament match that you have with Jamie Hayter. A lot of drama yes. between you two. Um, I mean, this tournament has been fantastic. I talked about it all the time, how strong this women's division is with AEW. And then tonight on TNT, 8 p.m., Dynamite, that match between Jamie Hayter. Uh, you know, I've been, um, uh, I've been thinking about, a lot about this one. And I guess every time I, I step in the ring, especially for tournaments, I really come and, and I have to feel prepared. And on this one, I definitely feel prepared. Um, I just hope that she does not come with the, the other two stooges, you know, because it just it really pisses me off that uh, these these three they think that they can run the place and and have no consequences. And um, if she wins, she has to win by herself, not with the help of anybody. That's that's what I I believe. I mean, if she is really the hammer of the three, she got to show it to me. I mean, she has to pass through me to to do whatever she wants you know but she's not gonna do it i am telling you like mark my words she is gonna get her ass beat texas style you already saw it on saturday i'm coming guns and hot with her and and, um and i'm pretty sure i'll be super super close to become the first cbs women's champion as i should as i should uh, this whole show we keep talking about being thankful as well as you know in 2021 your career has really blown up and yes. you and I have discussed this privately, but like personally, like what is this whole year and you know what you're thankful for, uh, for yourself? Um, I just want to say, I'm really thankful that I found somebody like Tony Khan um, to, to believe in what I can bring to a company like this. I don't think that if he didn't see what, you know, my team, my husband, everybody has seen, um, I wouldn't be able to be where I am right now. And um, I was given so many tools and so many opportunities and such a great platform that I, I am so blessed that I, I was able to surround myself with positive people that want the best for me and want to see me succeed. So I don't think I would have done this by myself. Uh, and um, and I'm, again, I'm very, very thankful to the people that are around, around me that care for me, that want me to be the best that I can be. And 2021 was just a step above 2020 at another level and 2022 is going to be like I don't even have words to describe what 2022 is going to bring for me 
and for my career and for my brand. So, um, yeah, I'm super, super happy right now. I mean, honestly, like I see it and how, and we discussed it, you got over and it's hard for people. You got over with no fans in attendance and for a long time, someone else was trying to take credit for that, but that's a whole other story. (laughs) And um, when you come out, you get this amazing and not like a star reaction. Like we support this woman coming to the ring. I, I see if I could feel it through the television. I've also been there a few times when you, and it's just like, they've totally embraced you. Um, which as you know, if, if it's an amazing feeling, there's no other, I always say the wrestling drug is the worst drug to ever try to get hooked off of because you can never feel that adrenaline anywhere else. Yes. That's it's, you said it absolutely right. It's been a couple of occasions in where, um, like you, you said it, uh, I come out and the, the energy of the people, it just like fills me up and it's just like, I'm running on this adrenaline rush. And then when I crash, I'm like, Oh, I want more, please give it to me. And tonight is a sold out arena. Um, Chicago is one of the places that I worked in the independent scene for a long time. So I established my name here in the Chicagoland area. And, um, I know that when I come out, like I'm not coming alone, I'm coming with, like I said, all these fans that, that love and support Thunder Rosa for who she is, for what she represents. And, um, man, that's, I think that's why I'm like, one of the reasons why I'm super, super excited and super, super nervous about tonight. You know, nervous. I always get nervous. I always get nervous. I'm like, I feel like I'm about to like have a fight. Like, like I'm about to get in the octagon. Like every time big, big moments like this, I feel like I'm about to get in the octagon. That's how I felt when I went to um, the Arthur Ashe stadium and I was the opening match. I, I can't even describe that feeling and being in front of so many people and, and like the reaction. And like the last time when I was here in Chicago for uh, all out the same thing, I was like so nervous. And again, I'm like, because I want to perform like for me, so important every time I get in the ring that people remember who I am and who Thunder Rosa is. Britt Baker said she didn't want to say my name. She don't want she's going to erase my name out of AEW history. Well, she's wrong. One of the people that everybody knows who she is when she steps in the ring is Thunder Rosa. I just met a fan and she didn't I didn't have a my make I don't have a makeup on. So she didn't really recognize me. But when I said who I was. She said, I always remember you. And this is an, this is a, she's not even a fan of wrestling. Her, she just supports her, her son and travels with her son to watch wrestling. But she said, I love Thunder Rosa. So people remember who I am. And like for her to say that is so wrong because I work my ass off to show who's the best of the best in this company is. And that is Thunder Rosa. When I say nervous, just because I know you're a pro, and for me, and I weirdly know this about a lot of guys, um, whenever I wrestled Thursday and I was surprised and as soon as the bell re- ends for the next match, and that means I'm coming up next and like, I'm starting to get in the zone. I'm always like, Oh, I got to go pee. And I have to go <laughs> to the bathroom. But when I do it, I say, it means I still care because yes, that is me being nervous and it goes away instantly. But it's with, I, I seriously could have gone to the bathroom two minutes before, but as soon as that bell ends and I hear it, I'm like, oh, I got to quickly go again. And it's because I care. Yes, you are 100% right. That happens to me every single time, every single time. Really? Every single time. It actually has happened and I can't go because it's just so, the bathroom is so far and they give you a, a really hard bounce and, you know, 
you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, girl. <laughs> I only peed my pants once, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> but it's good to hear that you get nervous because I'm, I'm sure that's a way of, of people knowing that you care. You know, if you didn't care, you wouldn't get nervous. And because that means so much to you, of course, you're going to get nervous. And you mentioned about Britt Baker and everybody talks about the match that you had with Britt Baker, you know, and, and that was in front of just the roster of AEW. That was before uh, things opened back up with fans in attendance. What was that moment for you? What was the moment for you where like everything clicked and it was like, all right, this boy, I made, I made all the right decisions. When did you f first feel that amazing amount of love from the fans? What was that moment for you? Oh man. Um, well, the first one, I think it was uh, like that, that when everybody started noticing who I was, I think I will, I will have to say it was after they aired that match. I mean, no matter what I want to say, what I did before, whatever, that was the pinnacle of my, like, of my AEW career. That's when everything started and people started noticing who I was. Um, and this is like from people that never watched wrestling before. They, they put that match in there like, oh, 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 women can do that. Oh, my God. Who's that? Who's that girl? And just like, I remember being completely like full of not even... Now, in my blood, Brid's blood after the match and, and finishing, I'm shaking. And um, and then she she was on the ground and uh, Paul counted three. Everything was over. The lights went off. And I just saw everybody coming from the back. And I'm like, I had a flashback from Lucha Underground with Ricochet and um, Rey Mysterio had this wonderful match. And we were all did the same thing. And I was like, I just accomplished something that I saw a couple years ago. And this is me. I was the one in the ring and I accomplished something thing that not a lot of people can say it's just like for one night I had the respect of everybody of all my co-workers and you're like you know sometimes uh Tommy it's, it's hard to pop the guys but it wasn't a pop that was like a sign of respect for both of us but um but for me that that night right in there I knew that things were going to change for me uh, for either a good or a bad way but they were going to change for me and that was a moment awesome uh, and yeah when you're your peers are your hardest critics. And we've also, you know, there's so much stuff going on in the back all day you're there. Um, but when you have captivated that audience and that audience wants to stay and watch your match. And when you come into the back, that's the ultimate wow, because it's, it's from your peers. And yes, you have it from the fans. They pay to be there as well as, you know, but the wrestlers don't have to hang around. The wrestlers can just say, hey, I'm gonna, you know, go back to the hotel, whatever. But when you have that, it, there's there's no better feeling in the world. And I'm glad you got to experience that. Yes. And that's something that I will share forever. Because, again, that was not only, and I've said it many times, and I'm going to say it again, that that moment was not only for me. It's for every woman that has come before and after me that never got an opportunity that were, like, you know, overlooked. And and now it's just like, I you know, I set the standard. And whoever is working with me, they know that we can accomplish anything if we work really, really, really hard and we don't take shortcuts. You know, Thunder, talking about AEW and of course, AEW Dynamite tonight, uh, the big TBS title tournament match between Jamie Hayter and Thunder Rosa tonight on Dynamite TNT, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Now being a part of this AEW roster, what has it been like for you uh, just working with this great talent that's on this roster, because I keep bringing it up, you know, it's only been around for two years, but you guys, you just mentioned it here in Chicago tonight, sold out crowd everywhere you go, you know, packed houses. I mean, what has that experience been like for you working with AEW? 
Oh, it's been, I mean, it's been absolutely amazing. I, I have learned so much and I have been able to um, collaborate with so many different people that come from so many different places. And um, we're doing, we're not only doing a lot of stuff in the ring, we're doing a lot of stuff outside of the ring. For me, like one of the things that fulfills my soul is a community outreach program that we have worked with. And we're like a lot of the, the women are able to do groups with other kids or, or young women. And we talk about our experiences. I just shared that on my vlog uh, recently, my last one. And um, today we are going to do a meet and greet to raise money for a uh, domestic violence uh, community organization here in Chicago. And I'm part of that. I mean, um, the stuff that we're able to do as, as talent is it's, it's amazing. And it, it just like over supersedes what we do as performers. So for me, that's, that was such an important piece to make a decision when I, I decided to like be on hands on deck on AEW. And, um, and Tony like really allow us to, to explore all this stuff and, and to be ourselves. And, and, um, and like in the women's division, we all have like our own personalities and we are all like um, willing and ready to work, to make this work. Cause we want this division to become one of the best divisions in the world. And yes, we're really young and you know, there's growing pains, but we're all working really hard to make it, make it work and, and, and uh, to have the best matches that we can have. And uh, um, one of the matches that I saw recently was Sheeta and Nyla. And I know they wrestled so many times, but when it was over, um, I was like, this is exactly what I want to watch on TV all the time. Like the level of intensity, the, the storytelling, like all that kind of stuff. It's, uh, it was to me, it was, it was really, really good. And then when we did the, buy, the buy-in and I was, again, like extremely nervous because opening matches are so important because that yeah. sets the tone for the whole entire show. And when I was there and like when we were all going at it, I was like, holy crap, this is good. Like, this is a good feeling. This is, we got the people. And this is it. Like, we are engaging our fans and they're believing what we're doing in the women's division. With, uh, I recently just watched, uh, they had wrestled before on the indies, but then they're on a bigger stage. It was Mercedes Martinez versus Mickey James for the Impact title. And the women tore it up. Um, you, is there, there's a bunch of been releases. There's new, a lot of talent out there. Is there anyone that you personally would like to work in the bigger stage uh, in AEW? Um, let's see. I mean, I worked with uh, Taya before so many times with Lucha Underground. Um, but uh, Amber Moon, I have not had the, uh, the opportunity to work with her. And she's like one of the oh, Dallas veterans. <clears throat> I mean, Texas veterans. And she, you know, she worked so for so long in NXT and then I don't think they give her that platform that she, she deserved because she's so good. She's so underrated. Um, so hopefully I get the opportunity to work with her. Uh, so I think we'll put oh a God, banger. I she was available and yeah. thought about the two of you wrestling. Wow. It will be a banger. Yeah. She, she's, <laughs> she's really good. <laughs> uh, Thunder tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Um, you have a wonderful family that I know you're so thankful for. I am thankful for you. I'll be thinking of you tomorrow while I'm sitting having Thanksgiving dinner. Cause I think, uh, all that you've given this show over the last year, so many great times. And it's amazing. It was about, it was just over a year ago. I remember it was October of 2020. I saw you at a signing in New Jersey and you know, there was fans there, but like how much your brand and how much you have grown over the course of just a year. Um, it's been amazing. So thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for always being such a great friend of busted open and being my friend. And now that we're best friends, I'm very thankful for you and, 
And thanks for everything, seriously. And I appreciate all of you guys. And also, I want to tell to all the fans, hey, guys, we are just normal people just like you. Um, I know some people are taking it to the next level. Um, just like um, we appreciate all your support, but it was kind of scary what we, we, we just saw on Monday. Yeah. Um, and I just want to reiterate, we will be as kind, as polite as possible, but you guys also have to respect the entertainers. Please don't, don't try to like touch them or do any extra stuff. It's, it's very, very dangerous. We're here to entertain you guys, to give you as much love. Just have a, just as much respect as we have for you guys. And with that said, Demi Hater is going to get her ass beat so hard today! Can't wait, can't wait. Thunder Rose and Jamie Hater tonight, AEW Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Thunder, thank you. Yeah, Thunder, Thunder Rose. Rosa. <laughs> hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here, and if you love football, you're gonna love my podcast, The NFL Road Show. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds, and I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly, fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The American Dragon himself, 
Brian Danielson. Sir, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? We're great. And thank you so much for joining the show because we're really looking forward to seeing this match tonight on Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it should be uh, it should be a lot of fun if by fun you enjoy watching somebody's head get kicked in. I think uh, I think people will really enjoy it because I'm going to kick Colt Cabana's head in. <laughs> My old friend. <laughs> I saw on uh, social media, what, how many years ago was it uh, the last time you wrestled him? So I don't know when the last time I wrestled him was. Actually, the it, the, it was really interesting. The We wrestled against each other in Chicago, and it was an hour draw. This was 2006. And I don't know, I don't think that was the last time we wrestled each other, but that's the, that's the one that's most memorable to me because I separated my shoulder five minutes into the match and then we wrestled another another 55 minutes. <laughs> maybe, 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 the, maybe the worst one-hour draw in the history of wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the one I remember. The uh, Shane Douglas Tully Blanchard in ECW Arena one-hour timeline, the fans uh, stood up and started chanting for bingo and turned their back to the ring. So don't know if it was the worst one ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I don't – there had to have been much worse. Like, I wouldn't have been able to sit through uh, Shane Douglas Tully Blanchard for an hour. Uh, in what year was that? Probably 95-ish? No, it was actually earlier. 93? Were you the, doing the bodybuilder neon thing? Uh, I still am. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me, let me, since we're talking about that, I've gotten this to my for my whole career. Um, I stopped watching wrestling, uh, and then ECW got me back. Now I'm getting stopped watching wrestling, and now AEW has got me back. You're a big part of that. How does that make you feel? Oh, uh, good. I mean, I think. Uh... You know, it's it's good when um, we can bring bring wrestling fans back because I think I don't know I don't know about your guys' relationship to wrestling, but my relationship to wrestling is based on family and enjoying the experience, right? Like the uh, a very a very vivid memory I have is when you know we didn't have very much money, but my mom and dad saw then my mom and dad weren't wrestling fans, but they saw how into wrestling I was, and they took me to a, a WWE live event at the Tacoma Dome when I was in like third grade and I got to see the ultimate warrior and, and Rick Rude. And like my dad talked about that till the day he dies. Right. Because they did the spot where uh, Rick Rude pulls or uh, ultimate warrior pulls Rick Rude's pants down and you see Rick Rude's butt. And my sister just turns flush red. It's like the, the first male butt she's ever seen. Right. And, um, and yeah, but I, I just think like, uh, and this can happen with any like, arena sport or group setting or whatever it is. But like, I think uh, uh, wrestling is just something that you can in enjoy with your family, with your friends, that when you go to a show, it just brings excitement, that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I, I, I love, I love hearing that people are coming back to wrestling. A lot of people were talking um, last week that they felt it was a heel turn for you. And I was like, I just think he's got more of a attitude because his ultimate goal is the world title. Is it a heel turn or was I better at my assessment? So I don't, I don't know what people are talking about. I thought the people of Virginia were giving me a really tough time and I gave them a little bit of a tough time back. I don't think anything I said was wrong or even mean. 
to say that, hey, like, hey, congratulations, Adam Hangman Adam Page. You are the world champion. I'm a little disappointed it's not Kenny Omega because that's who I wanted to beat for the AEW championship. And I'm a little disappointed that you're not wrestling tonight and that you haven't been wrestling that much. And I've been wrestling every single week since I've come back, uh, since I've come to AEW. And I don't think any of that is uh, is overtly mean. So <laughs> I agree. So, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, so, so yeah, I think, I think because people boo me and I'm not going to lie, I do enjoy being booed. There's something just so fun about it. <laughs> so I might lean into that a little bit more, but like, uh, but yeah, there's nothing I said that was wrong or mean or, uh, or anything like that other than just, you know, now, because of that, I'm probably going to kick all of his friends' heads in, and I don't think, <laughs> but I think I would be doing that anyways. So you know, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't consider it a, a heel turn. I'm just being me. You know, Brian, and, and I'm not just saying this because you're on the air with us, but I actually said this to Mark Henry uh, a couple weeks back. And when I look at this past year, uh, you know, we always, we always start talking this time of the year. You know, match of the year, wrestler of the year. To me, the wrestler of the year is you. When you look at what you've been able to do, you're in a main event at WrestleMania. And then, like you just said, you're on TV week in and week out having these matches that are like fantasy matchups, matches that we, we never thought we'd be able to see. And, you know, the match you had with Kenny and Queen, like it's just been a, a tremendous year. Uh, I, I really think one of the best years you've had in, in your career. I mean, what do you think of uh, 2021 for you? So uh, for me, it's been it's been a lot of fun, um, and you know, there's obviously been some some ups and downs and all that kind of stuff. But uh, but I honestly feel like right now I'm the best version of myself that I've ever been. You know, like um, I learned, you know, I learned a lot in my you know ten plus years in WWE, and I honestly feel like in some ways. I'm actually a little bit of a better athlete now because of the way that I train and all that kind of stuff than I was even when I was 30. You know what I mean? And so uh, I feel like mentally and physically, I'm the best I've been, uh, the best that I've ever been. I, I and I, I consider these like so. I signed a three-year contract with AEW. I I consider these kind of like my final three years as a full-time wrestler, but also not just like okay, this is kind of me winding down. This is to me, this is the peak. This is going to be, this is going to be the best that I'm ever going to be, and uh, and and ending my full time career at at that, ending it as the best version of myself. Wow, wow, that's awesome, man. Hey, listen, as somebody who's known you for a long time and watched you, you have this amazing ability, and you think about um, things that people had said uh, about you, which were negative. Oh, he's too short, or he wants to have long matches, or he couldn't talk. And yet every time somebody has put an obstacle in your way, you have gotten over. You are one of the top three that I've ever watched that anything given to you, you get over. And when I say get over means make money for the company. Like when you, they turned you heel in WWE and you were doing your hemp belt and all that stuff. I didn't think that would get over and it got over like gangbusters. And then, you know, a great commentary note that JR and Excalibur talked about, hey, he's in AEW. He doesn't do this because he needs the money. He does it because he loves it. And when you love something as much as I know you love professional wrestling, 
but there are not a lot of guys who can get over the things that you've gotten over. You just have this amazing drive and ability. And I'm just, I'm putting you over because I like to tell people their praises while we're alive. I've never seen anyone like it. And like how much the fans love you. That whole yes movement was, was business changing, but even now coming to AEW, like what you just said, but your, your career just keeps on transcending and that's your ability in the ring, but being able to accomplish any obstacle put in front of you, you literally kick the head off of that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 thank you. Well, I think um, a lot of that uh, comes from, you know, I, I'm very lucky to have, to have had great parents. My dad's passed now and my mom, uh, my mom is still alive, but uh, with this idea so, for example, I couldn't talk. That's that's a legitimate. That was a legitimate thing uh, that people could say, like, "Hey, yeah, this guy isn't can't talk, and he he's not very charismatic." And I'm still not the Rock, right? I don't know who is really, but like, uh, but the one of the, the things that I truly believe from a mindset perspective is that I can learn anything. You know what I mean? I'm not stupid, right? And so, and I also think that like a lot of um, uh, I think that's something that um, that anybody can do. For example, you know what I mean? Like Dante Martin can learn to cut a promo, right? He can he if he puts if he works really hard at it because he's an amazing athlete and incredible in the ring. If he wants to be one of the best promo guys in the business, if he works really hard at it, he can, right? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. he's a smart guy. He's 20 years old. If he spends, you know, and it took me a lot of time of failing miserably. There are some of those, Oh God, I hope people don't, but there might be, I don't go on YouTube at all, but like, uh, there's gotta be some horrible Brian Danielson promos out there <laughs> that people can go see and be like, and be like, Whoa, this guy, I, I get why they say he couldn't talk. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I would get nervous. I'd stutter a lot. You know, sometimes I still, you know, stutter when I do promo stuff, you know, it's not a, it's not a natural gift like uh like for example like MJF right who's such a such a great talker but he also people dismiss how hard he's worked at becoming a great talker you know what i mean so it's like i think all of these things in wrestling that's one of the things i love about wrestling is there's so many things to learn and anytime somebody points like i think uh this is probably with anything in life i think if somebody criticizes you for something you're not this or you're not that you need to be able to take an honest look at it and say like, okay, one is what they're saying true. And if it is true, how do I get better? Yeah. And then just work on being better. You know what I mean? So like, uh, so yeah. And that's one of, that's been one of the joys of my life is not when people say I can't talk, I don't take it personally and be like, Oh man, that's mean. I can't talk. That sucks. It's like, okay, I'm going to try to work on getting better at talking. How do I, how do you even do that? Right. So, uh, so, yeah, so but but thank you very much. That was, that was a very kind thing of you to say. And for everybody listening, man, I remember I visited WWE. Uh, you hadn't come back yet. And I was talking to then Mark Carano about something. And I was just like, yeah, I need somebody to wrestle. And he was like, can I wrestle? Can I do it? And right in front of the head of town, Registry, they won't let me wrestle. I want to wrestle. He's like, hell, I'll do it under a mask. And I was, and then when we talked, you were like, yeah, no, I'll do it. Just let get permission from them. I want to come back and wrestle. And like, that was just on, you know, my own house of hardcore crap. But right then and there, I was just like, oof, man, I would love to have that. But I also knew your heart and your drive where, you know, your body, you knew you were coming back. And that's when I was just like, oh man, but he loved the business so much. 
He just wanted to come and wrestle on an indie because WWE wasn't allowing them to. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I cannot confirm or deny that I had plans to uh, wrestle under a full body suit uh, <laughs> on independent shows if they wouldn't <laughs> let me wrestle. So, uh, so I, I cannot, I cannot confirm nor deny that that rumor that hasn't been started by anybody but me. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's true. You, you know, should have come back as like a green screen guy. <laughs> just, just be the green screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I've been hosting this show for 13 years, but I'm always a fan first. And this is kind of a thrill because, as Tommy knows, I love lists. I love making my top 10 list of this, that, and the other thing. Um, and one of them is feuds. And Tommy was involved in, to me, one of the greatest feuds of all time with Raven. And you were involved in one of the greatest pro wrestling feuds of all time. Uh, with Nigel McGuinness and Ring of Honor is obviously turning a chapter, a new chapter in their history. And it's going to be uh, whenever it does come back after its hiatus is going to be a completely different company. Um, Ring of Honor is such a big part of, of your career. Uh, what did you first think of when you heard that the company was going on hiatus? Uh, I mean, I was just, I was just sad. Um, and especially, I guess what, the, the hard part with all of it is, you know, I think of the people in the jobs, right? You know what I mean? And like they're, you know, they're they're not going to do the full-time contracts or anything like that anymore or that sort of thing. And then we're coming, you know, um, this is coming in a year where it's like, okay, the, we've still got the pandemic going on. We've got a lot of people getting cut from the WWE side, you know what I mean? And there's not there's not a ton of full-time jobs out there and, you know, people sign these contracts and they, they buy houses on these contracts and they, you know, like they, they think it's like, they think it's guaranteed money and all that kind of stuff. And where that really hits hard for me is like, I was fired twice by WWE. And it's funny because both times I was fired shortly after I had bought an, uh, a new car <laughs> and you have, to, you have to think you know you have to think you know none of these are nice cars and they're used cars or whatever it is you know what i mean but like in both of them i i wasn't able to pay it off in full but uh but like the first time especially like in 2001 when i got fired like i had a 350 dollars a month car payment all of a sudden that car payment really I was having to work two jobs between that and insurance and all that kind of stuff i'd bought in the car with the idea of being like oh i'm gonna make uh, $500 a week for the next three years or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And so it's like, uh, and then all of a sudden you don't have that guaranteed money coming in and you're trying to find stuff and you don't have a college education and you're making 50 to $75 per indie show and whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like yep. it can put you in a rough spot. And especially like now, a lot of the, you know, if, if those contracts are much higher, I assume than my developmental stuff. And that's with the ring of honor, and the WWE cuts, you know, people are buying houses based on that. And then all of a sudden they've got a mortgage, all that kind of stuff. So my first, my first thinking in that is the people, you know, like, uh, I, I concerned for the people, but then, you know, second, there's just a sadness there of like, if it weren't for ring of honor, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at today because that was, that was the main platform where people got to know me. Right. And got and and that was the main platform where I was able to, to show my ability to wrestle and all that kind of stuff. And so, so yeah, it, uh, you know, it just, it, it makes me a little bit sad, but what I hope is that, um, they'll come back, uh, with a, with a sort of like a reinvigoration kind of like, a with a plan and, and come back and be awesome, you know, because I think the more awesome wrestling companies there are, the, 
the better it is for everybody. Um, I think that's one of the things that's been great now is that AEW has been, been great for wrestling fans, but it's also been great for wrestlers. You know, um, it's been great for me. It's been to be able to have like that, you know, that kind of choice when my contract was up, could it stay in WWE or go do something else, you know? And so, uh, so I think, yeah, I think it would benefit a lot of people if, if ring of honor were to be able to stick around and then, and then, um, be a great, great promotion. For you, and we're talking about, you know, there's a lot of people out there. Do you have any either dream matches or matches that you would like to wrestle somebody on, you know, the big platform of AEW, national television? Because uh, you've, you've wrestled a lot of guys. Uh, is there anybody out there that you're really just like, man, I'd love to tear it up with this person? Well, so there's, uh, there's I've got some uh the one coming up that i'm super excited about is actually hangman adam page because i think you know he's he must have just turned 30 like he's young like i like these young guys that i've never been in the ring with that sort of thing and you know we're going to be able to do a, a a world title match you know and so uh so that's really exciting like there's there's a lot of the young guys in AEW that i'm excited to wrestle like uh sammy guevara i want to wrestle darby allen i want to wrestle mjf i want to wrestle uh daniel garcia i mean there's all those kinds of guys and then there's the people outside of AEW. uh i've wrestled zach saber jr before but i really i'd really like to do a zach saber jr match i'd love to do a little osprey match i'd obviously love to do an okada match and i mean like and these are just like without me having put any forethought into it whatsoever, I probably just listed over 10 people that I'd love to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's like, uh, you know, uh, you know, out of the ring of honor list, I'd love to wrestle Jonathan Gresham. You know what I mean? Like a, a guy, you know, that, you know, that sort of thing. So, I mean, there's so many, I think one of the things is there's so many great wrestlers out there now and so many that I've never wrestled before that, it, that, you know, it's just like, asking me who I want to wrestle. I just end up listing so many people. <laughs> That's a great thing. I can't wait for tonight. Again, Brian Danielson, Colt Cabana, AEW Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. And like I said, I think Brian Danielson, in my opinion, has been just from the quality of work in the ring. There's no doubt he's Wrestler of the Year for 2021. Brian, thank you so much. Good luck tonight, and we appreciate the time today. And have a happy Thanksgiving. Yep, yep. Thank you guys for having me. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Producers are very own diva Gabby Laspisa and Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's senior vice president of sports programming and podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation program director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.